0: There's a version of us that is inspired, free, awake, and energized. As we move through life and tackle its challenges, sometimes we lose sight of who we are, what we want, our value, and our joy. We get off course. What if I told you there was a different way, that by re-engaging in your life, you could find that light and energy again? This is a podcast for women like you, who are ready to tune into and turn up the abilities, talents, gifts, and beauty that already exists within you. Here you will find validation, encouragement, and support to come out of isolation and live your most engaged life. Join me each week because it's about to get real. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I am back and I am so excited to be here with you today. (sighs) I just, let's just take that collective sigh. (laughs) What a wonderful couple of weeks it has been for me. Thank you. Thank you for your patience as I stepped away for a bit. And as you all know, my pushing pause on the podcast totally breaks all of the rules of podcasting and that is consistency. If you're in this business, you are like me, you might be, you know, I'm a person that follows other podcasters and I'm on Facebook podcast groups and I had a podcast coach and wonderful people who have supported me in my process. And I'm sure they are all shaking their heads at me right now for taking this break. But the reality is that, as you know, this podcast emerged um, in response to my own experience and burnout. And as I've developed this, I tried to be as transparent and authentic to my own current experience and my process. And because of that, I hope that you see my pushing pause as me modeling how it can look to also sustain the growth and progress that, that you've made. So for me, taking space, making space, pushing pause is an important part of my ability to sustain and to maintain the wellness and the growth that I've had over the last year and a half. So I appreciate you being with me this week and I am really excited to come back and talk about something that I'm really curious about. And and I know I have talked about this one other time, I believe, but in my time away, I experienced it even more so. And, and so it was just a really nice reminder of how this particular construct idea has been a part of my process. And so I thought I'd share with you today on the idea of awe. Ah. So, not ah, well, it does also <laughs> bring up that feeling of like ah, but ah. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that I really truly made very little space for in previous. And it wasn't until I was talking to one of my wonderful family members, my uncle John DeGraff, and he is so wise and incredibly talented, but he, as we were talking about my idea of the podcast and kind of where do I go with this stuff that I wanted to talk about, you know, he brought up this idea of awe and the importance and the impact of experiencing awe. And it's a construct or an idea that is pretty new in terms of the research, I'd say like within the last 15 or 20 years. And, and so we don't know a ton about it yet, but what we are learning so far is that it, it does have a positive impact or it appears to be having a positive impact on us in many ways. And so I just wanted to give some space to chat about that a bit. So to start, what is it? And as I was researching for this episode, I came across the work of psychologist Jonah Paquette and he actually has a book called Awestruck that I have not yet read, but I am interested in diving in and learning a bit more. But he describes awe as encountering vastness and experiencing transcendence. So vastness and transcendence. And as he describes vastness, he's really talking about or inviting us to imagine the unimaginable. So something that we've really not experienced before. And and I like to think about it as something that really, truly stops us in our tracks, those moments that just stop you. And so as he describes experiencing transcendence, then it's, the way he operationalizes it is really this idea of how we make sense of it, of what it is that we experience and see. Like when we try and give thought and make sense of this unknown or this new unusual experience or moment that we are encountering or experiencing. So This idea, and and I know, or at least I hope, that you all have experienced a moment of awe in some point in your life. But for some, it might be like those jaw-dropping moments. It could be a moment where you get goosebumps. It might also evoke emotion. So you might be brought to tears. For me, it can be a number of those. It definitely, when I said just stops you in your tracks, that's the way I really experience it is it just... I'm kind of at a loss of words when I experience awe, but I also know that it activates my emotions. So I will be a person who is brought to tears over something that is so beautiful or just incredible, feel it in my heart and in my body. So as we think about awe, I want you to kind of imagine what is it for you? Like, how do you experience it? And how do you know when you are in a moment of awe? Like I said, psychologist Paquette, that's the way he operationalizes it. And then as I continue to look, there is quite a lot of research coming out of UC Berkeley on Awe. So some of the information that they have found in terms of the way that it impacts or kind of the benefits of Awe on us as as humans is that it can actually improve our mood, can decrease our stress, and it can increase our life satisfaction, so like we can actually feel better, happier even. And one of the parts of the studies that they actually did was that they looked at undergraduate students and their undergraduate students reported greater life satisfaction and well-being on days that they spent time in nature. So being in nature increased their experience of awe, which then in turn positively impact their life satisfaction and well-being, right? And then another part of their study found that these awe experiences, so those moments that we are experiencing those goosebumps or, you know, we're stuck in our tracks, stopped in our tracks, having awe experiences led people to have greater well-being and life satisfaction even weeks after. So we're not just talking about in the moment, which of course, when you've had this moment of awe, I mean, it is such a beautiful experience, but also knowing that those moments can positively impact us later. It's pretty incredible, pretty incredible. So again, that first part is that it can actually improve our mood, decrease our stress and increase our life satisfaction, which I don't know about you, but okay, that's good stuff, right? Right. So the next way that awe can positively impact us is a little bit more difficult to describe. And so I hope that this comes out in a way that is meaningful. But the first part is that it helps us to kind of recognize how small we are. And some people are probably maybe feeling a little itchy when I say that. It increases our humility and it really helps us understand how we are a small part of the larger universe, right? It helps us to kind of see how we fit in this larger world, life. There was research done on this concept and the researchers invited tourists visiting Yosemite National Park and also Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. And the participants were asked to draw self-portraits of of themselves, right? And what they found were the people who were visiting Yosemite actually drew themselves much smaller in relation to the landscape versus the people who were the respondents or tourists that were fishermen's worth. So it's very interesting. The people who were experiencing awe and wonder at Yosemite, actually, when asked to draw their self-portrait, position themselves as a smaller piece of the larger the larger picture, right? So understanding kind of that we are so small in our part and our position in our space as compared to the whole world, just really beautiful, really fascinating. The same study also found that those who experience more awe are seen as more humble. They're also seen as having a more balanced view of their strengths and opportunities for growth. And they're also able to really understand and recognize the impact of external factors on their success. So that was really interesting because especially for me, so I'm a person who I have a really hard time recognizing my contributions to my own success, which might sound kind of strange, but I'm a person who is like, well, you know, so-and-so contributed to this and this person contributed to this and this person contributed to this. And I wouldn't have done this without this. And, you know, so very kind of aware of all of the folks who contributed to my success or my achievements or, you know, where I am in my life, which I think is great. But one thing I also have struggled with is really having kind of a more balanced view of that. Like, what are my strengths versus being able to really quickly provide a litany of areas that I need to continue to grow. Right. And so I, I just, I really was curious about this particular piece, just knowing that being in awe can actually help people to have a more balanced perception of their strengths and those areas for growth while also recognizing the impact of others and the external factors on on their success. So to me, that really reflects also an increase in gratitude, right? Like if I'm able to do that, there's some gratitude associated with that. So I thought that was fascinating. The next thing that awe can really contribute to our life is that it can actually help us to believe that we have more time, that we have more time. What? Right? Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like if you've been here long enough, you know that I've really, I've eliminated the word busy from my vocabulary just because I found that talking about how busy I am, just one wasn't helpful to me. It only increased my anxiety and my stress, but also like everybody has lots of stuff going on. So I don't need to tell you that I'm busy. I think also it contributes to hustle culture and all of those things that I just really, really struggle with. So all of that to say, this idea of if we can increase our moments in awe, we can actually feel or believe that we have more time. We can feel that we are less hurried. And less rushed, which if you think about that sounds kind of, I don't know, counter to, to, I guess, the way in which I initially viewed awe. Like for so many years, as you know, if you've been here, you know that I didn't really (laughs) take time to notice much of anything because I was so hyper-focused on the grind. And so it wasn't really until two Septembers ago when I actually stopped and looked up at the Arizona landscape, if you remember, right? And was just struck by the beauty and was experiencing awe and wonder. And so for me, it was always this, I don't have time to experience awe. Who has time to experience awe? I've got to go do X, Y, Z, right? I don't have time to do awe. And so it's interesting to me that there's some studies that actually say that if you experience more time in awe, that you actually believe that you have more time. It's incredible. So what they actually found too, is that because we feel like we have more time, it actually leads to more generosity and kindness because we are less hurried. So there might be more generosity of time. I may volunteer more. And there was this actually this other study that talked about how someone who is experiencing awe they when they noticed that someone had dropped something they were actually more willing to stop and help versus another because we believe that we have more time we're not rushed it's incredible the last part in which awe can really I don't know contribute to our wellness is it can actually increase a sense of community and connection to others and so if we are experiencing awe. We begin to realize or understand how really connected we are as people, right? Because when we're talking about things like that stop us in our tracks or we talk about things that are unimaginable or things that just really blow our minds because they make no sense as we kind of stop and reflect and consider, we begin to increase our feeling of community and connection to other people. It's wild. It's wild. And yeah, I was thinking about this because as you know, like I I was saying, I pushed pause for a couple of weeks and my family and I were on holiday and I was struck and stopped in awe many times. And I was thinking about how when it happened, I noticed my mood shift like in the moment. I also noticed how intentional I was about allowing myself to experience the awe, which again, before, as you know, it did not make time for that. I barely made time to like lift my head and notice. And so this idea that I actually was intentional about experiencing the awe was a new, kind of seems silly, a new experience for me or I guess I should say new, but also one that I'm, I'm, I am practicing. So I thought I'd share a couple of moments of awe that I experienced in the last week, because I think, you know, I think, I think initially I thought that it had to be, you know, when you talk about vastness and something that is transcending, that it feels like it has to truly be out of this world. But I also think it's important to realize that we can experience awe daily. And I'm going to talk about how and how to increase that later in the episode. So here are some of the moments of I experienced last week in Mexico, of all places. So the first one, the colors of everything, of everything, the paint on the walls. There was vibrant orange and yellow and blue and red. We ate at this beautiful, beautiful, lovely, sweet taco stand in Isla Mujeres, and it was so quaint and so lovely. And as we were sitting in there, you know, I I just really took notice of everything. The smells, right? The, oh my gosh, and the taste. Oh my goodness, all of that. Before our food arrived, just even like the little things like the handcrafted furniture with collage tabletops that included local pictures. And it was kind of like someone had, I don't know, you know, collaging, right. And had just had clippings and photos from the Island and, and just scenery and kind of decoupaged it to the top done in just such a beautiful way. what I didn't realize was that the man who, the artist who actually designed the, the restaurant and created, built all of the furniture was there as well. And so we got to meet him and it was so clear how much his work meant to him. And so it was just a moment that I was just struck by the simplicity and by the joy and the pride and the beauty of the handicraft, just spectacular. So a moment of awe for me. The next moment, and I shouldn't, this isn't like in order by any means, but the color and the clarity of the water, the teal of the water, my goodness, like I could not stop staring at it. I mean, I woke up every morning and I just wanted to stare at the water in the evening. I wanted to stare at the water during the day. I wanted to have a chair position so I could see the water and I'd catch glimpses of the water, even in the reflections of the doors. It was incredible. And it was one of those things like, how in the world is this a thing? How is it possible? It was beautiful. Beautiful absolutely beautiful. And I was struck every single time, every single time. How is it possible, right? Something that I couldn't explain and something that just stopped me in my tracks at every turn. Beautiful. So the next moment of awe was really activated for me by the history. So we were fortunate to visit Chichen Itza. And well, I must admit that I was a bit annoyed that my husband booked a 15 hour excursion, so I'm not sure why I was annoyed, but I was at the moment. Regardless, it was spectacular. And, you know, the structures um, of the space, I mean, Chichen Itza alone, of course, but, you know, I was, as I was standing there, I began to imagine what it might be like to live amongst the Mayan people. I mean, the wisdom alone in, in their architecture, unbelievable, unbelievable. And, and the stories that the stones could tell, right? Like it just, it, it was incredible. And what's more is that while we were there, we experienced um, a torrential rainstorm complete with booming thunder. And when I mean torrential rainstorm, I'm talking like it looked like we had literally just gotten out of the swimming pool by the time we left. And I have to say that 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 is something that probably would usually frustrate me because you know I still like things to go the way that I planned. But there was something so symbolic and meaningful about being there At that time, in that way, it was just, it was almost like a spiritual experience. It was absolutely beautiful. And in fact, as we reflected on our trip, my boys mentioned just how cool it was to be there in that time. You know, again, something that we've never experienced, not only the the site itself, but to be in that kind of storm in that space. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So the next thing that evoked some awe on my part was just the natural beauty. And I know I talked about the water and I, but really, truly, (laughs) there was just so much to take in. And, you know, I'm not an outdoors survivalist. I'm not a person that you'll find camping off the grid. Shoot. I'm not really probably a person you'll find camping for a number of reasons, but I, I don't like to be afraid. And frankly, the idea of like camping just really terrifies me. So as we were touring that day, we had the opportunity to swim in a natural cenote, which if you don't know what a cenote is, I would totally Google it if I were you, but it is a natural sinkhole, which (laughs) natural sinkhole. Yeah, those words just kind of, you know, activate some some fear for me, but you know, that's okay. Dark water also included. So that's a whole other thing. But I must say that fear aside, it was again absolutely incredible and an absolute moment of awe. It was this again natural spring. We got in and swam. Yes, the water was dark. I could not see the bottom. It went 100, 100 150 feet down, which again, some of these things we didn't talk about until after we were out of the water because, oh, I don't know, just it's kind of creepy. but I mean, it was lovely. and there was so much to take in. I couldn't stop staring at the formations of the stones layered with this lush greenery and then just water trickling down the sides. I mean, it was just just spectacular. And at every turn it was more and more beautiful. And it was just this, Natural, right? Like, how incredible is nature? But again, something that I probably would not have made time for in the past, right? Like I'm too busy for that. I don't want to do that. We're not going to do that. So a missed opportunity and a missed experience in awe. And now, what though it it has done is it's created. Just these beautiful memories that my boys and I have since reflected on how cool that was, how beautiful it was, how scary it was. And to experience that moment of awe together made it even more sweet. The last moment of awe that I will speak to, because really there were so many, but I just wanted to give you some ideas of how in one trip I experienced these major ones. But the last part were the people. And before this trip, I didn't realize this part of Mexico relied so heavily on tourism. I mean, I I knew that tourism was a big part of it, but I didn't realize to one extent. And as a result of the pandemic for well over a year, many of the people that we had the opportunity to meet were without work and even still only parts of the area are slowly opening. So, I mean, we're talking about people in spaces that are only beginning to reemerge. And that said, I was often so struck again in awe by the gratitude of the beautiful people we met from Gustavo and Sergio and Ernesto at the hotel, to the Mayan families that prepared a beautiful meal on our tour, to the young man who clipped in my husband and Max into the zip line. At every turn, our drivers just people who were just so grateful for our business and for our visit, you could see it in their eyes, in their smiles. You could feel it in their soul. I mean, the the level of gratitude was immense and I just was struck by that. And I feel like I keep saying throughout this episode, <laughs> incredible and beautiful and all of that, but really, truly something I hadn't experienced before again, those moments that stop me in my tracks. And, and I would say that each of these moments are things that I continue to reflect on even since returning home, just really have made such a positive impact on, on me and, and my life. I you know what you're probably thinking then, like, okay, well, that's lovely. You got to go to Mexico. Of course you experienced awe there, right? Like how could you not experience awe traveling somewhere beautiful And here's the deal. You don't have to travel somewhere to experience awe. Like I said, we can experience awe. And I hope that we are looking for opportunities to experience awe every single day. Because at the start of the episode, as you remember, it can increase our mood. It can decrease our stress. It can increase our life satisfaction. It can increase gratitude. There are so many things that can really positively impact us if we make space for awe. And remember, we can't say that we don't have time for it because actually, if we experience awe, we can begin to believe that we actually have more time. So, here's some things to try. So, wherever you are, whether you're in Cleveland, whether you're in Destin, whether you're in Austin, whether you're in, you know, Fresno, I don't know, wherever you're tuning in from, here's some simple ideas to try. Okay. So, the first part, the first idea, that actually also came out of uh, UC Berkeley is to linger, to linger. Like, think about the last time you lingered. I don't know about you, but I don't linger. Like I got things to do, right? But lingering, taking it all in until you've taken it in enough and you are ready to move on versus like what I have done for many, many years is mark it off the checklist. Like, yep, did it, yep, saw it, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, stop and linger, linger. When you're lingering, think about, and, and all of these can really be a part of um, what they refer to as called awe walks. So really being intentional about taking a walk and being in awe. Like, this is my intention. And as you're walking, you're breathing and you're noticing. You're noticing all of the things, the cracks in the sidewalks, right? The different varieties of trees, the different colors of your neighbor's homes, the color of, um, I don't know, like the colors of the flowers. But you're noticing, And as part of this, you're also activating your senses. What do you smell? I was walking around campus yesterday and I was down by the water and there's just something about being by the river, that smell. I love it personally. It it smells like nature to me, but allowing yourself to notice, notice the different senses. As part of this too, lingering, activating your senses, slowing down. So whether you're doing this um, during your walk, or whether you're doing this while you're eating a meal, whether you're doing this while you're exercising, while you're reading a book, whatever it is, slow down and notice, right? Notice with intentionality when you're thinking about when you're eating. It's not a race. Sometimes it feels like it's a a race at my house with all boys, right? We are just kind of like a race because we got to get to the next thing. But think about my food. And as you're sitting there, where did it come from? Right? Get curious and take time to slow down and notice. How does it feel in my mouth? How does it taste? What are the different textures of the food? But notice, right? Again, as you're walking outside, noticing the cracks, but also noticing, are there new buds on trees, on flowers? Are there living things and creatures, notice. And as you're doing any of these, unplug. So this is like me actually inviting you to not listen to the podcast while you do this. <laughs> I don't know if, I mean, there are moments when I go on a walk and that's my time to tune out and listen to Crime Junkies, right? Like that is something that I enjoy as well. So I'm not saying like, oh, okay, now you You're saying to do things that you like, but now you're saying take those things away. And and no, it's just that sometimes, every once in a while, unplug. Again, when we're talking about activating the senses, listen. What do you hear? Right? And take it all in. Allow yourself, allow your brain to be free to notice. It's not that you have to travel the world to experience awe. It's something that can happen on a daily walk as you're sitting in your home, right? As you're praying, as you're reflecting, as you're exercising, as you're reading, as you're eating, as you're engaging in conversation, right? And I think much like a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast, it's don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. Like awe, it is not hard to experience awe. It's not. What we have to do is make ourselves available and open to experiencing awe. Here's to moments of awe. Here's to be intentional about moments of awe. And I really, I challenge you to one time this week, notice, activate that awe, experience that awe, and see what it does for you. What does it look like? What does it feel like for you? And then how does it impact you after? And then I double dog dare you to do it again. And again, one last thanks to my Uncle John for reminding me of the importance of all in life. Have a beautiful week and I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Ladies, thank you so much for listening today. I want you to thrive and live a more joyful life. Remember, you can always find out more about the episodes and our guests by visiting our website at thatgreendress.com and going under the podcast show notes. Remember also to follow me at Instagram, at That Green Dress. And if you're interested in a Facebook group where other women like you continue to do the work, join us over on Facebook as well. If you enjoy today's show, please leave me a review. It really does help other women like you find our podcast. And I'd love it if you share with a friend. So remember every Tuesday, we'll be here wherever you find your podcast. Have a delightful day.